Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this wonderful Monday. We bring you greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is ahead of our life, and to our Honorable Pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Murchison Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church, and to our own First Lady, Lady Paulette Murchison, and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Newsom. We bring you greetings today. And we want to say God bless you to each and every one that have joined us today. Uh, we haven't been on in uh, uh, a week or two because we've been um, working on uh, redoing our our studio. So we're still working on that. And so um, this will probably be our only broadcast for this week uh, because we're under construction. And so uh, because we're under construction, we want to finish what we've started and we want to provide a better product for our viewing audience. And so we want to say God bless you. And we do, uh, however, do need your support. But however, uh, God is our helper as well. And so if he touched your heart to help us, we definitely would appreciate it. So uh, we do have a quite a bit to cover on this Monday. One of the first things that I would like to cover today is on our Sunday worship service from Sunday school uh, to our morning worship service. We had a beautiful experience, Holy Ghost experience, and the Lord really showed up in the place uh, as he always does, but he really blessed the people of God. And I was glad to see uh not only myself rejoicing, but I rejoice with the saints, just seeing the saints rejoice and go forward because it's not always our time and our season, but it's always good uh, to see others go forth in the Lord and uh, uh, be blessed and renewed uh, uh, by God's power. And so uh, God's presence was very, very forceful in the place on yesterday. And uh, I pastor, um, preached a very, very uh, sobering, sound message on yesterday, as he always does. But uh, he said, don't uh, play with my soul. And he went a step farther and said, don't you play with it. You know, don't you play with your own soul. And I thought that was such a uh, a very timely message because we're in a time now where, um, you know, people are uh, good actors and they're performing and they're, uh, you know, they're playing church uh, or, or playing out the role as a believer and really don't exhibit uh, the vitality and the substance that's uh, really defined in scripture of what uh, the true believer is and should be, and that's salt and light uh, if we are to be witnesses. But if we uh, have lost our strength, and the Bible says our savor, then we're we're good for nothing but to be cast out and trodden under the foot of men. And so uh, we want to share that. I've uh, been very, very um uh, engaged with uh, a lot of things that uh, the Lord has blessed us to embark upon, and we thank God for His blessings. We're we're humbled um, by God's uh, 
anointing and by his power that he has granted unto us uh, an opportunity to uh, share the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, in a lot of places that we uh, have never uh, been and uh, shared before. And so we're we're grateful for that. And uh, we got quite a few events coming up. Our media uh, uh, arts conference, our media worship arts conference is coming up on this uh, Thursday. Our media worship arts conference is coming up this Thursday through Saturday. And it'll be at the uh, uh, Presider's Church uh, in Lebanon, Illinois, at uh, uh, Lebanon uh, Pentecostal Power Church there in Lebanon, Illinois. I believe uh, it's at 208 uh, Madison Street. So we'll be there. And we hope that some of you will join us there. Uh, wanted to share uh, also some other sidebars that we had. Want to share some of those things, um, <clears throat> as you know. And we're not we're not political at all, but we just want to let you know that you have a right to vote. So, if you have uh, a desire and the opportunity to vote, vote your conscience. Praise God and. Uh, uh, we know there's a lot of things floating around out there. So I tell people, you know, look at the word of God and make your decision because um, uh, God is all about life. And so I'll leave it at that. God is all about life. And uh, <clears throat> that's what we should be concerned about. Uh, I want to say uh, to the people of God that um, had their a worship and praise service, please post it on our Facebook uh, page or our YouTube page, but mainly if you can post it to our Facebook page, any highlights that you want to share with us, we'd like to uh, see uh, uh, how the Lord has blessed you as well. And uh, we would love to uh, uh, get an opportunity to uh, have you share that with us as well. I uh, want to say to the people of God, uh, be careful. Uh, I know we are um, getting toward a, a busy season that the world calls calls uh, holiday season or whatever you want to call it. And we know um, <clears throat> we as uh, believers, uh, we don't uh, celebrate uh, Halloween. Um, and we we uh, should uh, be able to state that openly so that believers don't get caught in the net of uh, serving witchcraft and serving God at the same time because no man can serve two masters. And so we do not celebrate Halloween. All right. And uh, as uh, as born again, blood washed believers. All right. We'll be short with that. And then we want to share with you that there is uh, still uh, some things happening in the world that we live in. Uh, we still have street violence. We still have situations that are happening um, around us. And so I admonish the saints to be watchful as well as prayerful in what we call this uh, particular end of the year season. Uh, we call I call it the harvest, but... Uh, 
Others may call it what they will. And people are now lurking, you know, uh, uh, the Bible say evil men shall wax worse, deceive being deceived. And uh, don't be so anointed and so, uh, you know, exuberated with the power of God. You don't look up before you put the key in your door in your car. Because the devil is, uh, he's busy working on people's minds. And so we want to do what the Bible tells us to watch and pray. And uh, that way we will, uh, you know, uh, be safer than if we are unaware. Okay. And so the Bible tells us to be sober and be vigilant because our adversary, the devil is as a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. And so uh, the enemy is looking for opportunity. And so we say to the people, people of God and to all, all of you that will listen, don't have to be in church, but all of you that will listen to this, uh, positive counsel. Be careful when you're going shopping and doing different things. And we're getting ready to pray and get into the word of God before we get our prayer list. We just want to throw that uh, warning out there to be watchful and be careful because uh, we don't want uh, anything to happen uh, to you. Uh, continue to pray for uh, my pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison. Pray for him. And pray for our first lady, Lady Paulette, and the Pentecostal Power Church. Pray for us all, especially those in ministerial uh, <clears throat> capacities. Pray for us, our, all of our evangelistic ministry. Pray for them. Uh, let us pray for our presider, assistant presider. Uh, let us pray uh, for our senior bishop, Scott. Um, and let us pray for all of our churches. Praise God. Pray for Bishop and Mother Bullock and well as uh, all of the saints of God uh, that's in the National Pentecostal Power Churches. All right. <clears throat> let us pray for uh, Bishop Yusuf and Bishop Zai, uh, Pastor Zai rather. Let us pray for them. That the Lord will bless them. They're doing uh, uh, work uh, for the Lord in the uh, in Pakistan. So let us pray for them. They're requesting prayer. And so we want to pray for all of those that uh, solicited our prayers. Uh, let us pray one for another. Let us continue to pray for uh, our sister Soraya Murchison. Let us remember her in prayer as the Lord continue to grant her strength in her body, as well as all of our mothers and our deacons and just the body of Christ as a whole. Continue to pray for uh, uh, Bishop uh, Joseph F. Tompkins, Franklin Tompkins, uh, and also uh, First Lady Beth Tompkins. They're doing a work uh, as they teach the biblical principles. Uh, they have quite a, uh, a few uh, followers on their um, social media uh, ministry that they're sharing, broadcast, as well as their church ministry. And so let us, let us continue to pray for them, pray for our Bishop Weatherspoon. Uh, as he's working uh, in a social media capacity and well as our um, Mount Zion, let us pray for the Zionites there. Um, let us pray for them. They're doing uh, a work on social media. And so let us pray for all of those that are engaged uh, in ministry, whether it be social media or uh, a local church. All right. <clears throat> because it's an avenue to get the word of God out. And so that's, that's the objective. Um, 
that souls will be drawn to Christ. All right. And so now we want to um, get ready to go before the Lord in prayer. And we're going to be as brief as we can be today. Um, uh, We hope that uh, you are engaged on Facebook or or YouTube with us. Uh, Please send us a chat or a text if you're on Facebook or YouTube with us. Uh, Send a praise the Lord or reply, letting us know that you're tuned in with us today. And we're going to go before the Lord in a brief word of prayer as we pray for souls to be saved and pray for all believers that God will strengthen us uh, and bless us to continue and carry on uh, the, the work of God. So let us let us pray at this time. Uh, Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, Lord, as we come before thee and before thy throne of grace, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for your manifold blessings today. We thank you, Lord, for, oh God, allowing us, oh God, to see a brand new day. We thank you, oh God, for, oh God, your blessings. Thank you for forgiveness. We thank you, Lord, for, oh God, looking, oh God, beyond our fault and saw our need. We thank you, Lord, for the souls that were blessed, oh God, in our praise and worship service, uh, not only on yesterday, but even on today. We thank you, Lord, for, oh God, providing us, oh God, the strength and the weather with all, oh God, to, oh God, serve in ministry. And we give you glory, honor, and praise today. And, oh God, you are so worthy of all the glory. And we take none for ourselves as we Oh, God, humble ourselves before you and give thanks to your name. In the name of Jesus, we pray. We pray for our wife and our family. We pray for those that are sick among us. We pray, God, that you would be health and wealth to those, oh, God, that, oh, God, seek and serve thee. In the name of Jesus, oh, God, bless our presider, assistant presider, and our senior bishop, as well as our pastor and first lady and the entire Pentecostal Power Church body. We pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you would have free course on this broadcast today. Oh, God, as we decrease, let your anointing increase in the name of Jesus. And God, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that all the names that we called out, that you will honor our request and our petition, that your blood will cover them and that you will bless them in the name of Jesus. Lord, do it for thy glory's sake. We proclaim healing and deliverance for those that are sick. And those that are in the hospital, God, that you would grant healing in the name of Jesus and that they would recover. And God, we will in turn give you all the glory, honor, and the praise. And we thank you for great deliverance even now in the name of Jesus. Continue to save, God, those that are tearing for the Holy Ghost. Oh, God, continue to bless. Save them, God. Deliver them, God. Fill them with the Holy Ghost. Our family members and those that are not saved, God, that said, pray for us. We ask you would do it for your glory and the glory shall be thine. We thank you and we forever give you praise in Jesus' name to the glory of God. Thank God, amen and amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God, amen. So we thank God for, amen, the brief prayer that's been prayed and we're yet believing God for you that God will do just what he said he would do. And so we're going to move on a little bit farther. We hope that um, you would join us. Uh, We hope that you would join us on this broadcast. Uh, Right now, we hope that you would join us and uh, 
share your comments. We're going to go to Matthew chapter 15. We want to go there and we want to read it for your um, hearing. Matthew chapter 15, starting at verse number one. Okay, we're going to talk about a few things today as it relates to uh, uh, God's law and his commandments. Uh, as it relates to uh, the people of God and every believer. Okay. And we're going to show you some contrasting scriptures uh, to let you see that we have to walk in perfect alignment uh, with the scriptures versus our own version. Because uh, uh, we're in a time now where uh, people misapply or misappropriate scripture and they uh, misapply it, you know, based on uh, tradition or based on uh, what they uh, interpret or believe as the scripture to be right uh, according to their understanding. But Jesus plainly explains it and breaks it down to those that were uh, scholars in the law. So we're going to talk about this today because we too can be scholars in the law, but we must hold to every letter of the scripture and we cannot prescribe our own version <clears throat> of what God is uh, declaring unto us. We must follow uh, the law of God and God's holy commandments. And we can't, uh, let our tradition be raised above uh, what God has commanded for the body of believers and for the believer to follow, okay? And so meaning we can't put our opinion above what God has said. Praise God. And so we, we have, uh, Paul said in a lot of his uh, commentary or some of his uh, <clears throat> uh excerpts that he has uh, shared with the churches and he was the uh, apostle to the Gentile. And he said in several occasions, uh, not the Lord, but I. And so we have to make sure that, that what we are saying is not above what God has said. Praise God. What God has said always supersede uh, uh, man's understanding and man's uh, interpretation, and man's uh, opinion, praise God. And so I'll just put it in, uh, I'll put it in simple term. You know, uh, God is right and somebody's wrong. Hmm? I'll put it this way. The Bible is right and somebody's wrong. All right? So that's how simple we'll put it. And so... We must declare what God has said. And so now we're going to go to uh, Matthew chapter 15. Verse number one. And we're going to do some reading here uh, for your understanding. Let's take a look. We're going to pull a scripture reader up and we're going to go to Matthew, you can go to Matthew 15 and 1. 
And we're going to read it for you hearing. He says here, then came Jesus, uh, uh, then came to Jesus rather, then came to Jesus scribes and Pharisees, which were of Jerusalem saying, then came to Jesus scribes and Pharisees, which were of Jerusalem saying, He says here, why do thy disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? Why do thy disciples, they wanted to know why Jesus' disciples did not follow the tradition of the elders, okay? For they wash not their hands, when they eat bread. Praise God. Hmm? They had a question and they brought it to Jesus. Hmm? And they brought it to Jesus because uh, they were the center of Jewish authority. They felt like they were uh, the religious leaders. And so they presented it to Jesus to scrutinize and challenge him. Hmm? And people will challenge you in these last days. Hmm? This is all we get now is people that want to challenge. And that's nothing wrong with somebody wanting an understanding. And so Jesus helps their understanding. They said, why do thy disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. Hmm? You know, the scribes and the Pharisees, they watch them. And people will watch you. Uh, people will watch you very, very close. Hmm? People will watch you very, very close to see, uh, are you really saved like you claim to be? Hmm? And they're looking... Uh, closely at the scriptures, they're looking at your life and they're really examining you to see if you're doing all that God commanded over your life. You got some people know the Bible better than you do. Hmm? And so it's important that we have an understanding which Jesus helps these scribes and Pharisees to have a clear understanding versus tradition versus commandment. Praise God. Tradition versus God's law. Hmm? And it's a difference. Praise God. It's a difference between a tradition and God's law. All right? So we're going to get into it. So stay with us. I don't want you to misunderstand anything. Stay with us so we can break it down for you. All right? And so we go to Matthew 15 and 3. But he answered and said unto them, Why do you transgress the commandment of God by your traditions? Now, Jesus flips the coin or flips the script here and throws it back into their lap and asks them, Why do they transgress the law of God? with their traditions or by their traditions. 
and we too, we can be transgressing against God's word and God's commands by doing it, by doing, oh Lord, by doing it our way, praise God, by doing it how we think it should fit. Hmm? Not only, oh glory be to God, how we think it should be designed. Hmm? But we have to make sure that we have an understanding Tradition versus God's law. They thought they had it. Hmm? They were so versed in the scriptures, they thought they were, they had it, which they had the law and they knew the law. So that's not what we're saying, that they didn't know the law and didn't have it. But where they were, they misappropriated it hmm? to the degree where they put their traditions and held hold to their traditions stronger than they did God's commandments. They, they wanted to enforce their traditions upon not only themselves and others, but they did it above God's commandments, which caused them to transgress the law of God because he told them plainly in the scripture that we were to honor our father and our mother because if we didn't honor our father and mother, we transgress the law. And I know y'all probably want to know, okay, how, how, how did he do it? How did they do it? How did they do it? All right. There's this, there's this word called Corbin law and the Corbin law had to deal with, uh, taking care of your parents, praise God. Hmm? Hmm? And they were supposed to honor their father and mother, hmm? which was God's commandment. But they had other traditions that they thought was more important, and so they didn't hold to the Corbin law. Hmm? They did it their way, and they took the money they were supposed to be using to help their parents. Hmm? helping their father and mother with, and they took it and, and used it for the temple, praise God, which they thought was more important. And Jesus pinned them on it hmm? and told them that you're transgressing God's law because you're not honoring your father and your mother. Hmm? Praise God. And so we too, there's no right way to do wrong. We too can be doing, uh, we can be given, but we can be given wrong. We can be uh, uh, establishing uh, good principles, but we can be applying them wrong. And this is what they did. They did not follow the Corbin law, which was to honor their father and mother. You can see it in, uh, you can see it in uh, several scriptures that I got down here. You can see it in Ephesians chapter six, verse number two. You can see it also in Exodus uh, 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 20 and 12 uh, uh, about the person that disrespected their mother and father uh, should be put to death. You'll see it in Exodus uh, 21 and 17. But you'll see honor father and mother in Deuteronomy 5 and 16. You'll see it there. You'll see it in uh, Luke 18 and 20. 19 and 20. You also see it in Ephesians 6 and 2. 
These are all scriptures that I have laid out before me. And we may touch on some of these, but I want to stay um, with the Corbin law just for a minute uh, because it's very important. Uh, these scribes and Pharisees, uh, uh, Jesus was not saying that their traditions that they established were bad because some traditions are good. When they're in alignment with God's word, some traditions are good because it keeps us uh, not only on a good moral standing, but it also helps us understand God's holy laws and commands. So tradition is good. It's, it can be used uh, to a degree as a roadmap, but it's not the roadmap. The scripture, the law is the roadmap. Hmm? Praise God. And so this is what they had got twisted. All right. So we're going to we're going to get into it for a minute. Um, the scribes and the Pharisees, they came uh, to Jerusalem because they figured they were the Jewish figures of authority and they wanted to scrutinize Jesus because of the things that he was doing. So they figured they would pin him on um, the traditions versus God's commandments. Hmm? And that first question asked was why your disciples uh, uh, transgress the traditions of our fathers. They eat with unwashed hands. And Jesus goes a step farther and he explains to them that traditions wouldn't necessarily, you know, to a degree, as I said before, traditions are not bad in themselves, but certain traditions, uh, it adds, uh, uh, meaning or it adds definition hmm? or it adds a particular character to our life. Hmm? But we must not fall into the trap of assuming hmm? uh, that because we have traditions that have been practiced years after years after years should be elevated to a sacred standing above God's commandment. Hmm? Because God's commandments are holy. They're right and they're just. Hmm? God's commandments is holy, just, and they're righteous altogether. And so we cannot take our traditions and put them above God's holy word. Praise God. Look at this now. And he says to them, uh, be careful of this. He warns them and lets them know to be careful because God's principles never changes hmm? methods change but the principle remain the same so yeah glory and it's, it's good to have you know uh have an opinion and have uh other things that can uh improve but the law of god doesn't change the law of god don't need any revisions or additions. Hmm? And we were doing a project here at home and we were thinking about designing uh, something in our home one way. And then we thought about it again and we decided to do it a different way. That would be considered a revision or an addition. But God's word doesn't need our revision and it doesn't need any additions. 
because what God has said, he has prescribed for us to live by. Praise God. And that's the difference between a tradition and a principle. Tradition can be revised and changed, but the principle must remain the same. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, I felt the power of the Holy Ghost just then. Let me go here. We're going to go a little bit farther. And we should never elevate our tradition above God's sacred word or commandments. Praise God. Hmm? Because God's law, hmm? Are defined by God. Hmm? Not by what we believe and don't believe, but God's law is defined by what he said for us to obey. Praise God. Hmm? And traditions help us to understand God's law better, but they do not become laws themselves. Hmm? I want to let you know, tradition can be good, but they don't become God's law themselves. Praise God. Hmm? But God principles remain the same. All right. So we're going to go a little bit farther here and we want to read something here in verse number four. Let's, let's read uh, verse number four. And he says here in verse number four, for God commanded saying, honor thy father and mother. And he that cursed father or mother, let him die the death. Now this is Matthew 15 and four, and you'll see it. In Exodus 21 and 17, you'll see it in Exodus 20 and 12 that even the law in Leviticus uh, uh, 20 and 9, it talks about cursing the father and mother. Hmm? And so we're in a time now where there's a lack of respect for parent. There's a lot of lack of respect for uh, um, parents. And even if they didn't make the best of choices, we were taught and raised and 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 uh, uh, admonished to uh, respect your parents, hmm? and uh, obey them. And we're gonna go to Ephesians six and one, two, and three. We're gonna go there and read it in a minute. But I just want to let you know that. We sometimes have to be careful because we can elevate our traditions if we're not careful. We can elevate how we feel, you know, uh, God's church ought to be. Hmm? We can elevate what we think above what God has already said. And Jesus has said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell should not prevail against it. Do we not know since God has uh, purchased the church with his own blood that he established this covenant and uh, we are uh, in the old Testament the Bible said uh, the covenant, we, the covenant we always broke, uh, which was Jerusalem, which was the believers uh, uh, of Israel. They, uh, the covenant of their fathers, they broke. They kept breaking God's commandments. They could not keep the law. They could not follow God's law commandment hmm? because they were transgressors themselves. 
And Jesus was trying to paint this picture and explain it and show them that God's commandments were to be followed. No matter how much time and how many dispensations have went across, he said, honor thy father and thy mother. And, you know, sometimes people feel like when they uh, when they get in themselves, they feel like they shouldn't honor their father and mother. But this is all inside stuff. And we're talking about today, our topic today is the inside stuff. Hmm? People have stuff going on on the inside of them. And Jesus hits this point. He hits it and he explains that there's some inside stuff. And he talked about uh, the scribes, the Pharisees, and so am I talking about us today as believers. There's some inside stuff that the scripture reveals. And Jesus revealed it to the uh, to the scribes and the Pharisees that were trying to scrutinize uh, uh, God's holy law and commandments by bringing up their tradition in comparison. And you got people that always want to compare. But this is inside stuff to show us that our heart, praise God, is not like God. Hmm? And when our heart is not like God, we're always trying to match up and compare and compete with or by something. Hmm? But God is holy and he says what he says and he lays it out. So that if we will live by them, oh, glory be to God. We would be better people of God. We would be better believers. We'd be better servants of God. Hmm? He doesn't change it based on opinion. This is why principle is so very important. You know, it's, it's, it's not based on a vote or a count. Oh, glory be to God. Doesn't care if the whole world don't like what God says. He's laid it out for you to be holy. Oh, glory be to God. Huh? Because in Ephesians 1 and 4, he says, he, oh, before the foundation of the world. Hmm? Let me get it. Let me get Ephesians 1 and 4. I want to read it for you. I don't want you to think I'm saying it, but I want to read this for you. God says here in Ephesians 1 and 4, he says, according as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy without blame before him in love. Oh, glory be to God. Doesn't matter, you know, uh, you know what society says. Doesn't matter what popular demand is. Doesn't matter how many churches are, are um, erected now uh, and say that they are representative and ambassadors of God and say you don't have to be holy. God has already said it before the foundation, according to as he has chosen us in him, before the foundation of the world. Glory. And I won't let you know, anybody that goes against God's principle, God said holy and we say unholy, and who you think I'm going to believe? <laughs> Glory to God. I'm going to believe God's word. Hmm? If, uh, let me get it. I'm going to get one more scripture for you so you can see. Uh, why I'm uh, bringing this. Um, let's go. Uh, I want to, uh, I want to read. Uh, uh, let me get first Peter. I just want to read something for you because it's very, it's very important, you know, that we understand 
God has prescribed for us what he has prescribed. 1 Peter 1 and 15. But as he which has called you is holy. Uh, I should probably get the scripture read out, but I'm going to read it because I got to stay here in Matthew real quick. He says here, but as he which had called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. Hmm? So, for those of you and for them that have a problem with the word holy, this is inside stuff. This shows what's on the inside. Hmm? This displays the condition of our heart. And when you holy, and when you are serving a holy God, hmm, you want to be holy. Hmm? Praise God. Because you got the same father. Hmm? And this is one of the things uh, my bishop had preached years and years ago. Who's your daddy? And it's very important that we know who our daddy is because people are getting confused now because you got different churches now. And you got different ministries say that you don't have to be holy. But you need to look at the scripture for yourself and stop listening at people. And this is what tradition does. Tradition keep carrying on uh, something that's, oh, Lord, a lower standard, a lower, a, a, a lower moral requirement hmm, than what God has established. And God's law is holy. And when he established the law, huh, he didn't disannul what he established. Praise God. Hmm? And so as it is written, according as he which are called you as holy, hmm? we got to be holy. Hmm? According as he has chosen us before the foundation of the world in him, that we should be holy. And so when, when you go to hearing people saying, like these scribes and Pharisees said, why are they not washing their hands? We washing our hands. That was something they prescribed. Hmm? And we too can be going on having church and prescribe hmm? our tradition over what God has said. Hmm? And people more trying to live to hold up our tradition of a church or a ministry or a standard and forgotten about God said, be holy. I got to go. I got to get out of here. I tried to be nice today. I tried to be, I tried to be very, very as straightforward as I could be in these scriptures. Hmm? So we have to look at it and realize above everything else, hmm? I need to be holy hmm? because God is holy. Praise God. Doesn't matter how many traditions you follow, it will never place you into right standing with God if you're not holy. Praise God. Hmm? You can do all these things. The young man in Luke chapter 18, the rich young ruler, he said he had done all those things from his youth. But Jesus hit him and cut him in the heart. Hmm? 
Jesus found out what was in his heart. He knew what was in his heart, rather. But he dis he displayed it and put it on display so he could see it. Hmm? And so we can have tradition, we can have our own way of doing things, but it never should be placed above God's holy standard and commandments. Hmm? Let's take a look. For he commanded him, saying, Honor the father and mother, and he that cursed father and mother, let him die to death. Hmm? A lot of our young people, old people, and people that have transgressed God's commandments, they're leaving here before time. Hmm? What are you saying, Elder Newsom? People are leaving here before their time because they didn't honor their father and their mother. Hmm? Oh, God's word is right, and it's going to come back to bite you. Praise God. Hmm? God means what he says, and he says what he means, and he meant for you to honor your father and mother. Hmm? And if you were one before you got saved or even after you got saved, if you call yourself cussing your mother and your father out, oh, Lord, have mercy. Hmm? We going to pray for you. You need prayer. Hmm? We were told, you, you know, if you didn't like something your parents said, you close your mouth and and you get on out of there. Praise God. Hmm? But we shouldn't say words that we're going to regret because you can't get those words back once you've said them. Praise God. Look at this. But ye say, whosoever shall say to his father and mother, it is a gift, and by uh, whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me. He says here, honor, and honor not his father or mother. Look at this. Let's take a look here. Let's examine Matthew 15 and 6. All right, let's take a look. He says, uh, and honor not his father and mother. He shall be free. Thus have ye made the commandment of God of non effect by your traditions. Now, this is where I alluded to earlier when I talked about the Corbin law. They made God's law of non effect because they thought what they were doing as a tradition, and there was nothing wrong with them uh, dedicating uh, their finances uh, to ministry or to the church or to the temple. Hmm? or to the priests, or to the work of God. There was nothing wrong with them helping out the ministry. But this is what was wrong, was they lacked support of their fathers and their mothers, which was the commandment of God for them to do first. They should have done that first, praise God. Hmm? And then, oh, glory be to God, they could have still helped the temple out and helped Oh, glory be to God, the ministry out. But they took everything that they were supposed to be helping their father and their mothers and their, their, their parents with, and they didn't give them anything, and they gave it to the temple, and they gave it to the priest, and they gave it to their cause, which was their tradition that they have established above God's commandment. And God pinned them on it and said, Oh, he brought it to him about the Corbin law. 
anyone that made a vow was re was required to dedicate money to God's temple. And that was a Corbin law. They made a vow to dedicate money to God's temple, but they shouldn't have turned away from what God required them to do toward their mother and father, father and mother. Look at this. The Corbin law uh, was a vow that required them to dedicate money to God's temple that otherwise would have gone to support their parents. Hmm? Uh, the Corbin law had become a religious acceptable way to neglect their parents. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? And it's a bad thing when we can take our tradition and use it to neglect God's law. Praise God. Glory. Hmm? It's good we can use our uh, we can use our traditions in a lot of ways that can become malicious before God. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God, huh? And we don't believe slothfulness is a sin. We can we can use a lot of our traditions hmm? to justify why we should not obey God. Hmm? But I'd rather obey God. Rather than man, Paul said, and the apostles said, we'd rather, Peter and them said, we'd rather obey God rather than man. Praise God. Look at this. The Corbin law uh, uh, had got to a point where it was circumventing the child's responsibility to their parents. Hmm? And sometimes we, uh, we use different situations that we're in and different circumstances that we're in to circumvent the thing that we know is most important. Hmm? And we should keep God first. God should be first, but we should never use our tradition to, to neglect God's holy commandments because his commandments is holy. All right, let's take a look here. I got to go back here one second here. We're going to go back here and uh, one moment here. I want to show you something here. We're going to go to Matthew 15 and 7. Let's take a look. We're getting ready to get out of here now. Go to Matthew uh, 15 and 7. Let's take a look. Jesus says here, Ye hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, Isaiah prophesied to him, saying, This people, draw nigh unto me with their mouth and they honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain, they do worship me. Hmm? Don't you know our worship can be in vain? Hmm? If our hearts is not set to do right and follow God's commandments. Hmm? We can do all the good Paul said, do I have the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity? Huh? 
I'm become as a sounding brass and a tingling cymbal. Hmm? So it don't profit us in our worship if our hearts don't follow God's commandments. Hmm? It's very important that our hearts align with God's word. Hmm? And he says, teaching doctrines and commandments of men. Hmm? Why did he say this? He says, but in vain you do worship me. He says, in vain you do worship me. Hmm? Teaching for doctrines and commandments of men. Hmm? You'll see it in Isaiah 29, 13. Isaiah criticized them, and a, Jesus applies these same words to them, reminding them when they claim to honor God while their heart is somewhere else. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Worship means nothing. It's not enough to act religious. Hmm? James said, if a man seen to be religious and bright on out his tongue, don't talk about you let it slip. <laughs> I got to get out of here. Oh, Lord, keep stirring me up today. Hmm? But if a man seen to be religious, and James said, if a man seen to be religious and bright on out his tongue, that man's religion is in vain. Oh, glory. Don't talk about you let it slip. I had it slipped out. It didn't slip out. Hmm? But in vain they do worship me. Teaching, I'm in uh, Matthew 15 and 9. But in vain they do worship me. Teaching for doctrines and commandments of men. Teachings for doctrines. Teaching for teaching the commandments of men. Not the law of God, but the commandments of men. Hmm? Let me go a little bit farther. It's very important. I'm just giving you some uh, food for thought here. It says here, uh, we can act, it's not enough to act religious, but our actions and our attitude hmm, must be sincere. Our actions and our attitude must be sincere because it's going to reveal our character. Hmm? It's going to reveal if we're really, hmm? if our heart really is after God. But look at this. Isaiah brought this to their attention because he wanted them to see. Hmm? their heart, their condition, their circumstance, their situation. I want to say this. The Pharisees, they knew uh, God's law very clearly. Hmm? They knew a lot about what God required them, hmm? required of them. And I know this is going to sting you. They knew Every, they knew quite a bit about what God required of them. But let me give you a, a, a shocking statistic and a stunning fact. They did not know God. Hmm? Because he told them in one scripture, he said, you do 
Aaron not knowing the scripture nor the power of God uh, is is very, very important. To know God is to know what he require. Hmm? And I believe uh, uh, Bishop uh, uh, kind of uh, talked about it in Amos. We did He did a series on it this year on Amos, is to walk humbly with thy God. So we have to know what God requires. And when we know what, we requ- what he requires, then we must be doers of what is required, not just hearers. Now, let's, let's look here. I got to go a little bit farther. Uh, they did know God. It's very good to study. Huh? It's very good to meditate. It's very good to go through these scriptures. But it means nothing if we don't apply them to our lives. They they become of none effect to us if they don't become lived out as a believer. And this is why, you know, uh, we can know, you know, um, in Isaiah 53, he told him to cry out and spare not. And, you know, uh, sometimes we can know but not do. And so it's very important that we, as believers, work on the inside stuff. Sometimes we're, you know, we we worried about, you know, uh, you know, somebody, you know, wearing, uh, I don't know, uh, a, a, a certain color, a certain shoe. Hmm? when we really should be looking at the heart because when the heart is worked on, then everything that displays externally will be holy. And I, I look at it differently now as, as, as an elder and as a minister and as a brother in Christ, I look at things a lot different from observing uh, uh, several ministrations of bishops, presiders and pastors that we've had I, I got a whole different view on a lot of these different perspectives now because there's something going on on the inside. Hmm? And we're trying to address this outside stuff when really there's something going on on the inside of that person. Praise God. I got to get out of here. I got to go. And so I'm learning through the scriptures. Jesus dealt with, he went right to the, to the situation with the scribes and the Pharisees. He, they brought external issues to Jesus, but Jesus always dealt with the heart. Oh, glory be to God. I know I got to go. Jesus dealt with the inside stuff because he knew, oh, glory be to God, hmm? that tradition wasn't going to cut it. And he knew that they had an external application that uh, seemed to revere God and it looked it good hmm? from a distance. The fence looked like it was solid. But when Jesus leaned on the fence, it fell into pieces because they weren't following the commandments of God. Oh, I got to go. I got to get out of here. And I won't let you know, oh, glory be to God. People can look good on the outside and they can look good for a little while. Hmm? But when it comes down to the doctrinal truths, principles, and teaching, it's going to show up after a while if they're really apostolic. Praise God. 
if they're really following the apostle doctrine, apostles teaching, it's going to really show up. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? If they love God like they say they do. Hmm? Because tradition only will get you, oh, glory be to God. It only gets you, oh, glory be to God, uh, to a level where it seems right. Because the Bible says in Proverbs, there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. It won't lead you to life. And Jesus' commandments are holy, they're just, they're good, and they are a well of water springing up in the everlasting life. If you would take the truths of God, all glory be to God, huh? And apply them to your life. Hmm? They will be, huh? Moral to your bones. I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. I got to go. So this truth will be moral to your bones. Hmm? And it'll be health to your navel. I got to get out of here. But we are dealing with a lot of issues. Hmm? We're dealing with a lot of sicknesses. We're dealing with a lot of disease. Huh? We're dealing with a lot of conditions because of the inside. That's some inside stuff. Hmm? And inside stuff, if it stays in, it'll make you sick. I got to get out of here. I got to go. I know. I know. I might be uh, going a little bit too deep there. But the inside stuff makes you sick. And they were trying to tell Jesus, uh, even one, even with one unwashing hands will make you sick. And we got to look at why people are spiritually sick because there's something on the inside going on. Hmm? And it ain't, it, it ain't what you ate that defiled you, but it's what's coming out of you and what, oh, glory be to God, what's on the inside of you already that defiles a man. And Jesus hits it. And we're going to go a little bit farther, let you see here. Uh, he says here in Matthew 15 and 10, and he called the multitude and said unto them, hear and understand. Not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man. Hmm? But that which come out the mouth defileth a man. Hmm? Them bad words coming out your mouth, sweet and bitter water don't come out the same fountain according to James. You're claiming to be saved. You're claiming to be filled with the Holy Ghost. You're claiming to have the power of God. But on Monday, you oh, on Monday you talking a different language. But on Sunday, you talking in some kind of tongue. Oh, I got to get out of here. Hmm? You talking in some kind of tongue, but then on Monday, you talking the devil's language. Oh, I got to get out of here. Let me get out of here. Hmm? He says in Matthew 15 and 11, he says, not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man. Hmm? Some people, oh, I don't eat pork. You know, I'm not a pork eater. Well, I'm all, <laughs> the Bible tells me there's nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving, for it's sanctified by the word of God in prayer. And so you you go ahead. I'm gonna eat, I'm gonna eat, I'm gonna eat some uh <laughs> I got to get out of here. I got to go. Lord have mercy.
for Thanksgiving, if I want some chitlins, I'm going to eat me some chitlins. Hmm? Some hog maws if I want some. Hmm? Now, you got something for, oh, I don't mess with that stuff. Well, it's more for me. Praise the Lord. But I want to let you know. It's not what go in, but it's what come out. Hmm? What you letting come out? Hmm? You saying thank you, Lord, on Sunday. But what you what you letting come out Monday through Saturday? Hmm? What you letting come out? Hmm? And a lot of times we are letting the wrong thing hmm? come out. We say, oh, because it's the oh, it's a condition of the heart. It's something already on the inside of you hmm? that needs to be taken care of. Hmm? And once that thing is taken care of, the right thing will come out. Hmm? Once that righteous seed get down and in the inside and you become born of God, huh? you cannot sin. But as long as that wrong seed is in there, the wrong thing going to keep coming up. Hmm? I want to let you know, the wrong thing going to keep coming up. And if we were told by the older, oh, glory, by my bishop and some of the older saints, it's coming up again. Hmm? You you made and suppressed it for a little while, but it's coming up again if you don't deal with the issue. Hmm? And Jesus let them know that it was a condition of their heart and it's not what the man ate, uh, not by his hands being uh, unclean that defiled him, but it was what was already in the heart and uh, what was coming out of the heart. Hmm? And, oh, I can get these scriptures where it said what proceeded out of the heart. It's evil thoughts. Oh, glory be to God. I, I like to get that. I'm going to have to get that. Uh, well, we're we going to get it. We're going to keep reading. Let's, let's go on down to it. Let me show you what's in there. Let's go to uh, Matthew 15, 12. Then Jesus came. Then uh, came his disciples. I'm sorry. Jesus was already there. Then his disciples come and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Pharisees are, were offended? After they heard this saying, hmm? now, why would they be offended? They had the law. They knew the law. Just like some of us, when we hear truth, the first thing we do is we tuck tail and we get offended. We get offended at truth. But just examine your heart. Hmm? We think somebody talking about us, but this word comes to make us better, not better. Hmm? Look at this. He says here, then came his disciples and said unto him, knowest, now you know God know all things. He said, they had to tell Jesus as if Jesus didn't know. Know thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard these sayings or heard this teaching. They were offended. And you know, don't you know the preacher know people be mad at him? Like Bishop, the way he preached yesterday, don't you know people were mad about that kind of preaching? Hmm? But don't nobody get mad but the devil. <laughs> I got to get out of here. I got to go. But I loved it because I love holiness. And even if he were welling on my flesh, work on me, Jesus. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? Sometimes we draw up, but the word come to make us better, not bitter. Ain't no sense to be getting mad at the preacher because he told me I need to be uh, faithful and I'm slowful. Oh, I got to go. <laughs> let me get out of here. Oh, God, help me, God, in my slowfulness, because I don't want to miss the rapture. Oh, I got to go. Let me get out of here. He says here, but he answered and said, 
every plant which my heavenly father had not planted shall be rooted up. This is why they was offended. Jesus was pulling up those traditions, oh, glory be to God, that had been planted in the hearts of the Pharisees so they could grow properly. Oh, I got to get out of here. I got to go. He uprooted that stuff and gave them truth so they would know what God required. Oh, glory to God. I got to go. Let me get out of here. And he says, let them alone. Oh, glory be to God. Jesus tell the disciples, let them alone. They be blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. Then answered Peter and said unto him, declare unto us this parable. They wanted more understanding. Hmm? And I'm going to give it to you. I'm, finna, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to give it to you now. Let's take a look as we close out of here now. And Jesus said, are ye also yet without understanding? Hmm? Jesus looked at Apostle Peter and his disciples and said, are you also blind? Now look at this. Let's take a look. He said, are you also without understanding? Do ye not yet understand that whatsoever entered into the mouth goeth into the belly and is, is cast into the drought? What you eat pass through the body. Hmm? And it goes into the toilet. But those things which proceeded out of the mouth come forth from the heart and they defile the man. Hmm? Those things that proceeded out of the mouth. Hmm? Don't tell me you didn't mean to say it. It was in there. Oh, I didn't mean to say that like that. Hmm? When people get mad, they got a way about telling you off. Oh, I got to go. <laughs> Let me get up out of here. I got to get out of here. Hmm? You will find the real you when people get upset. Hmm? Hmm? They'll speak well of you as long as they're they not mad with you. But when they get mad with you, they'll tell you, I ain't never liked you. You know how. Hmm? And that's, the, that's, that's what's on the inside. You'll find the real truth when they get upset. Hmm? And this is why the Word of God tells us, oh, a friend love it at all times and a brother's born for adversity. Hmm? That means when you're a real friend, I'm going to love you whether you're mad or not mad. Hmm? I'm going to tell you the truth why, whether you're mad or not because I'm a real friend. Praise God. And I'm not, oh, glory be to God. I'm not shucking and jiving trying to huh, keep you as no friend and miss the rapture. Hmm? It's going to be a lot of people with a lot of friends going, oh, going to a place that's, oh, Lord, that's not so nice. But look, he says here in Matthew 15 and 18, but those things which proceeded out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile the man. Hmm? You got to know what's in there. It's the inside stuff. Hmm? Y'all keep looking at the outside, but Brother Newsom is looking at the inside. Hmm? And I can see the inside based on the word of God. Hmm? Not with my physical eyes and ears. Huh? And insight, but the word of God discloses the heart. 
praise God. Hmm? And when people don't love God, they don't love the word. You got to know that there's something else in that heart and you will never get fooled until you get the junk out. Praise God. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. I never could eat all of my, oh, I never could eat all of my parents' food if I ate junk before I ate the dinner. <laughs> I got to go. Let me get out of here. Hmm? If I filled up on candy, cookies, and all gumdrops and all that good stuff before I got my food, I didn't want to eat the real food. Praise God. Hmm? I started crying as a little boy, and I'd be like, I can't eat it. Hmm? because I was too full of that stuff that I didn't need. Hmm? And that was the inside stuff. It was something else on the inside, reason why I didn't have no appetite for the, oh, for the right thing. Oh, I got to go. Look at this. He says here in Matthew 15 and 19, for out of the heart proceeded evil thoughts. Hmm? Are you thinking evil? Oh, don't answer it. Murderers. Hmm? You thought of, oh, glory be to God. You may have not thought about killing them, but you murdered them with your mouth. Adulteries. Hmm? Some people be like, I didn't do nothing with them. Bishop was talking about this yesterday, about putting hot coals of fire on your bosom and not be burned. Hmm? Jesus said, when a man look on a woman and lust after in his heart, he's already committed adultery. What do what you don't understand about Jesus dealing with the heart? Hmm? You saying, well, I didn't lay with her, but you, the way you looked at her, fornication, theft, false witness, blasphemies. Hmm? And we're talking about holiness, y'all. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Huh? And holiness is a serious thing. Hmm? Repentance is a change of heart and direction. Don't say you repented and you still got those evil thoughts. Don't say you didn't repent it, you still running people down. Don't say you didn't repent it and you still full of lust and adultery, looking on people. Hmm? Fornication, uh, theft, can't nobody set nothing down around you. And uh, oh Lord, false witness, you testifying to something that you didn't even see. Hmm? and blasphemies. Hmm? We need to be careful. These are all the things that proceeded out of the heart. This is what Jesus talks about. He gets down to it and breaks it down to the apostles and explain it to them. He said, these things which defile a man. This is what he says. These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hands defile not a man. I want to let you know, that's not what messes you up. Hmm? Uh, dirty hands ain't the thing that's messing you up. Hmm? But it's what's coming out of your heart. So next time uh, you're trying to ex uh, examine uh, external purity without looking at the heart, you've already misjudged and mischaracterized what Jesus calls a matter of the heart. We must look at the real issue of the heart. Hmm? And, you know, a lot of times we don't want to call, you know, uh, things black that's black and things white that's white. Now we want to call it gray. Hmm? 
but I'm going to call it what it is. Hmm? If you are, oh, glory be to God. If you're a person that lie all the time, uh, I'm going to say you're a liar. Hmm? Uh, Y'all ain't going to like me today. Hmm? But if you're a person that's caught up in a bunch of uh, gossip and stuff all the time, hmm? I'm going to call it what it is. You're a gossiper. Hmm? Because 1 Peter 4 and 15 said, let none of us suffer as a murderer or a thief or a busybody in other men's matters. And so if you always in other folk business more than you is your own business, they'll let you know you ain't got no business of your own or you too much over in my business. <laughs> let me get out of here. I got to go. I just want to let you know, Jesus broke it down and he shared it with them. We at the last scripture, Matthew 15 and 20. These are the things which defile a man. But to eat with unwashed hands defile not a man. I am uh, your faithful servant, Elder Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. These are the faithful words of Elder Newsom. Want to say God bless you. Thank you for viewing us today. I hope we said something uh, that will help you examine uh uh, the inside stuff, and we got more for you. Uh, we may not uh, be back. Well, we will not. Matter of fact, we will not be back on broadcast air this week. But if the Lord's will, once our construction project is done, uh, we look to be back on broadcast uh, after our Meteor Worship Arts Conference, which is on this week, Thursday, uh, Friday, and Saturday. So we ask that you would join us there. Uh, if you would, and we're also coming up on our uh, choir annual. We want to put some on the stuff on the screen for you. Let's uh, let's put this on the screen for you. We got our choir annual coming up, uh, and the uh, next week uh, we want to put that on the screen here for you. Uh, I believe, uh, yes. Our choir is having um, uh, the choir revival, annual choir revival uh, that's going to be coming up. And so we're going to have that uh, at our church at Pentecostal Power Church, Milwaukee. Uh, we have um, two speakers. We have uh, uh, Elder Justin Anderson and also Pastor Tim Curtin. So we have Pastor Tim Curtin on that Friday. I believe it'll be November 11th. And on that Sunday, we have Elder Justin Anderson. Uh, and so we ask that you would govern yourself according uh, to those scheduled events. And uh, we'd like for you to come join us on uh, 2331 West Center Street uh, here in Milwaukee, where our Honorable Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison Sr. is the pastor. All right. So we ask that you would view us on YouTube or I believe Facebook at PPC MKE. So please join us. Uh, we'll be streaming it if the Lord's will on YouTube and Facebook at um, our YouTube channel for the church, which will be PPC MKE. All right. So we want to get that out. Uh, definitely want to thank you for joining and listening uh, to the broadcast today. I hope we said something to encourage you about the inside stuff. And we definitely need to uh, work at it and work on it 
And so when these things uh, try to take root or develop in the believer, we must identify these things and uh, cast these things down and uh, get help uh, and strength from God that we won't uh, develop the wrong character. All right. And so we also have our Brotherhood Annual Revival, which is coming up on uh, December 9th, which is um, coming up after the choir annual. That's the following month, which will be December 9th at 7 p.m. We have our Bishop uh, Michael Wallace as our speaker for our Brotherhood Annual Revival on December 9th at 7 p.m. And then we also have on December 11th at 4 p.m., our district elder, Raymond Johnson. All right. And we also um, have some engagements that we'll be posting uh, on uh, this month as well. When we come back from the conference, we'll be posting the crusade that we'll be doing uh, on, uh, I believe, the 23rd of November. We'll be doing that. Uh, the crusade, uh, if the Lord's will. And then we'll be also doing uh, another speaking engagement, I believe, at the new Mount Olive Pentecostal Church. Uh, I believe that's uh, going to be on, uh, I believe, November. Let's look at it here. Just got to check my calendar and um, give you the correct date. Let me just uh, look at it here. It's going to be November 20th, I believe. Let's see. November 18th. Wait, let's see. November 20th. Yep. So we got it for November 20th. So we're going to be there, I believe, that uh, third weekend, November 20th of uh, next month. Okay. And the day is the 31st. So that's why it kind of threw me off. But it'll be November 20th, third work weekend in November. So we asked that you would come and support us uh, in that particular family and friends service and uh, support of our district elder Raymond Johnson. Um, also, our pastor will be speaking at uh, True Church of the Firstborn, I believe uh, it's this coming Sunday, I believe it's at 4 p.m. And so we ask that you would join us there. And we got a lot of announcements. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, but we wanted to get these announcements out so you can be aware of any upcoming announcements. And if there's any changes, we'll make sure we come back on the broadcast um, and uh, correct or clarify and make any co necessary corrections. All right. And so thank you for joining us today. Uh, we want to say God bless you. Uh, we definitely uh, thank God for you joining the Faith in God in that TV. We hope that we said something to encourage and also strengthen uh, the believer that we may address uh, the inside stuff and that God may uh, richly bless us as believers as we walk close to God's holy commandments, all right? And so God bless you. Thank you again for joining us. We're going to put uh, some other things on the screen for you in terms of um, support. So please support us if you uh, desire to do so. We want to uh, ask um, for your support. And so... If you desire to support us, uh, please do so. And we got three ways that you can support us. Uh, we're coming up on that time of the year where uh, we are trying to uh, do something with our mobile uh, app. 
we're trying to get it where uh, you can have the video uh, version of the service on uh, Podbean as well. So they do offer a video version, but it's uh, quite a bit more expensive than what we're paying now as our subscription. And so we are paying for a subscription. And so we ask that you would help support us in that endeavor if you like to, especially if the broadcast is uh, benefiting you in some kind of way and, and is helping you. It's voluntary only. So we're asking that you, uh, from a voluntary uh, aspect, help us and support us and uh, sow a seed of at least uh, $20, $25 to the Faith in God Internet TV. So that's the call to action. I know we usually don't put a dollar value on it, but we just say, as the Lord has blessed you, uh, please support us. So we ask all of you that can and would, please sow a seed of at least $25 to the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast that we'll be able to purchase uh, the video portion of uh, the Podbean app, okay? And there are some other additions that we're doing and we're making uh, to the studio to uh, give you a better product. And so with that being said, we want to say God bless you. Thank you for joining us. I am your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, we want to say we love you and God bless you in Jesus' name. And so please remember to listen to, uh, I believe, Bishop Tompkins and uh, First Lady Beth or Bishop Weatherspoon and, uh, and some of our local um, YouTube uh, ministries that are on with our organization. We know um, uh, Bishop Cobb airs during their class nights, some nights. We know our presider, Lebanon, uh, uh, does uh, also, and also uh, Florida Pentecostal Power Church. And so it's quite a few now that are uh, starting to broadcast over social media. So we ask you would join all of us uh, on our different times that we're airing. And so let us support one another. Continue to keep us in your prayers. And we want to say thank you and God bless you in Jesus' name.